first buddy. Welcome to Player Shine Radio, buddy. I am King Nez. What's happening? This is the Sour Power Hour, buddy. Yes. I wanted to do a podcast tonight. I meant to do it a couple nights ago, but I've just been letting the news play out. Little Robert Mueller um, testifying in front of Congress bullshit. Uh, this girl on social media disrespected the fuck out of herself and her baby. I'm talking about how ugly the baby is, how funny looking the baby is. It's like, bitch, you let the ugly ass nigga ski to you and bitch, you lay down and had this baby. You chose not to use a rubber with an ugly ass nigga, so... That ain't got nothing to do with the baby. Plus, the baby's still an infant. The baby's still growing into his features, you stupid bitch. Excuse my French. I apologize. Because I got a lot of flock. Or flack. Whatever they call it. For a recent episode that I did. In reference to... And I know what it was really about. It was it was the gay baby turnout part of my shit. And I knew when I was making up the title. That it was gonna ruffle some feathers. I didn't really care, you know? It was just the part where I guess people was more focused on me cussing. Like, okay, well, it's not that I don't know how to cuss. I I can talk very well without using cuss words, you know? Cuss words geek me up when I talk. So, to my young fans and to my old fans that's really not a fan of the cussing, and you, you still choose to rock with me. I apologize for that. I'm going to just focus on working on all of that. But I can't be nobody except for me, you know. But I definitely want to keep y'all engaged and keep it respectable. But at the same time, be me one million, one million billion percent. Where, where do I even want to start? Like, to comment on that as well, too, like... When I was talking about the gay baby agenda, like the gay baby turnout and all of that shit, it was mainly because, you know, children supposed to come first. That's safety, protection, making sure they got something to eat, they take, they clean and all of that, you know? Make sure they know how to count, say their ABCs. It shouldn't be after that a lesson on gay sex or trying to induce or entice children into believing that they're not a boy or a girl they just an it for the day like but there's many different terminologies that go along with being gay and i really i'm not really too familiar with it like i saw an episode of what's that show my wife be watching i don't even remember the name but it's 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 a wild-ass TV show. It's one of them TV shows where it's damn near reality, but to a certain extent. Like I said from the first time I recorded it, I don't be meaning to offend nobody, but at the same time, I really don't be caring if I do. Because the worst thing you can call somebody is either the opposite of their name or out their name. And I've been called a racist in the past by somebody white. 
go figure. Like, you calling me racist, bro? Because what? Because when I see another black person disrespecting his own race and I and I call him out on it and I hoe him with words and and I and I and I bring him to the front line on this podcast and let it be known, like this is a fuck nigga. You need to watch out for him. I'm racist for that. I'm racist because I like to watch the news and read the Bible and observe prophecy unfolding and at the same time figuring out a way to to increase myself spiritually so that I'm an impact to, through God to the world to those that want to know that don't know or know but because of whatever type of experience you had with trying to figure out who you is or get your life together or what the what's the purpose of us even being in existence. Like, I'm one of those type of people where I dwell on the same thing. And unfortunately, I, I don't have a filter, you know? It's definitely not racist because in order to be racist, I would have to have some type of power. Some type of power. Don't get me wrong. There's people that don't like black people. There's black people that don't like, like white people. There's black people that don't like black people. And there's white people that don't like white people. It's all type of people out here. But the most important thing in life to remember whenever you're crossing paths with different people, different cultures, all of that really matters and how you treat those people really matter as well. You may need those people down the road or down the line type shit. Or they may need you. Either way it go, it's like it's not for you to treat somebody a certain way just based off of their physical appearance. That's that's bogus. I was finna say that's some H-O-E-A-S-S-S-H-I-T, but I gotta respect my listeners. <laughs> All I've said is, when it come down to being a black man and having people that's about that, that Bible life and about worshiping God and, like, really... I ain't gonna even say good at it, but like really fluid with the love they have for God, our creator and Jesus. You know, some people lose interest in God and Jesus because of what happened to us, how we even got over here. And that's where the society that we live in tend to manipulate that, you know. We got great people on social media that put in work to research our history of us being in America. Shout out to Dan Calloway. My nigga be on point. Like he he exposed some shit that made me do some research and it was facts. Like the, the point I'm trying to make is it seems like the more me as a black man get to know myself, the more more hostile the climate become the more the news try to spin it especially Tucker Carlson oh my god Tucker Carlson is white nationalist and we all know that our president is white nationalist and we all know that it's like us as black people being in a beaten down balled up in a fetal position that we've been in for generation after generation understand something we living in a pivotal point in time where it's a lot of stuff that's unfolding, whether it's political, according to the related to the weather or um, just on a day to day. 
at my job, it's like it's kind of getting hectic, and, and and it ain't got nothing to do with us, but because they getting so much money and got their hands in so much shit, it's like big money, big risk, you know. And with those risk comes losing profit. They always say the first people to go is the contractor, so I'm just glad I'm, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm straight. We're just living in a point in time where us as black people, we've been taught. We've been taught something that was meant to distract us from the bigger picture. I used to always wonder, like, why is it always a different quality in education or where we live at? Like, damn. It's hood and, you know, so we in the hood and, you know, then to go from the hood to a middle class neighborhood, like you used to see white people in these type of homes, like to to have been able to experience that from being in the hood on 13th of Minor Key, mom's on crack, gone all the time and it's five kids trying to fend for themselves, feed themselves, you know, babies basically. And go to foster care. Some of our foster homes was nice. They wasn't bad or ratchet. They was all qualified because in order to be a foster parent, you got to qualify. But the last foster home that I was in, which was my mama, Ruth Walls, she created an environment for us where if I was ever in trouble or got on punishment, it was because I deserved it. Do a plenty dirt. But I noticed in between doing the dirt, because of the environment and the type of whole atmosphere that she created for us, I was able to indulge in on art and drawing and listening to classical music and started writing music and all that type of shit, you know, just... On some, I ain't gonna say on some different shit, but it was like, it was either do that or be outside with fucking with the wrong niggas, hit licks, or selling dope with the big homies. And because I came from dope dealers, pimps, and prostitutes, and all of that shit, it was like, why would I carry on that tradition when I could create an atmosphere for myself and my, my own family to fully thrive in the way that I was able to? It's important for a black man to be the head of his home and to rule like a king in his home. It's for that man to apply himself, dedicate himself towards making sure his family come first, the family fed, the house good, bills paid, rent, whatever the fuck, rent, all that shit, car notes, whatever the fuck you got going on. If this was back during when we was living in huts and villages and shit, it was for the man to get out here and go hunt for the game and go go hunt down the wild boar or the antelope, wherever we was in Africa. It was for us to do that part, bring it home so she could do what she got to do to get it prepared so I could put this beast in my belly and do it all again. Energized, ready, you know? To not have that black male role figure in a home, it's like, when you grow up with it, it's really, you don't even notice it. 
But it's like as time passes, you get older, you ask yourself questions that only God going to be able to reveal to you the way they need to be revealed to you to open up your spiritual eyes to what your ultimate destiny and, 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 and the reason why he even created you in the first place. I feel like because we was born in this situation here in America, it was meant for every last one of us to overcome any obstacle that America has. Like, this is our playground. We do what the fuck we want to do in so many ways. Excuse my French. I say we do what we want to do in the sense where if you say we can't do this and we know that it's based off of our lineage or our heritage or our skin color or what we who we believe in, our faith, whatever it may be. You're not finna stop us. You're not finna get in our... If you can get in the way, but you just go get ran over. We just happen to live in a society that's over us. And the main reason that they over us relates back to the biblical, the biblical days where we was... We was doing the opposite of praising God. We was praising other gods. We was worshiping wood and stone and the 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 marine god and whoever a Neptune and just ball worship. Like the list goes on and on and on and on. And it's like to this day, motherfuckers out here, people out here that's wealthy, well off educated, plugged in, know everybody. Them the ones that pull the strings. Them the ones that pull the strings because they control the purse. I was listening to my pastor tonight and he busted down to the point where he, he basically gave his thesis on why we here, why we in this position, why we hate each other, why we have so much lack of self-esteem we show it in the form of you know jewelry flashing our money and showing what we got and all of that like that's damn near low self-esteem because motherfucker people that's really rich or wealthy they could walk up on you like you would you look at them like they just a regular white dude like you know he a white dude but you didn't know he was a billionaire. He ain't dressed like no billionaire. He don't got the demeanor of a billionaire. He just a regular white dude with some beat up ass loafers on and some khakis and a dress shirt. That's it. Like, in order for motherfuckers to know that you own and you balling though, you gotta have some M's in the bank and. Neck full of chains and fists full of rings and you know what I'm saying? Have it things to show that you won because that in our eyes as black people was like the ultimate success. Have a big ass house paid for, three, four cars paid off, money in the bank ridiculous. I got every fit, every shoe, every whatever the fuck you can think of. I mean, whatever you can think of, I have it, I own it. I drove it, I drive it, I did it, I do it, because I does it. That's the ultimate goal that we, us as black men, I know that was what our mindset was when we was in our early 20s and out here 
in the bitches' faces, trying to get chose, and, like, we trying to get chose, like, no, I need some money, like, you cool, we can do this and that, but we, we gotta, we gotta get this money first, I come from a city where, you know, the standard was, you know what I'm saying, you gotta, you, 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 you gotta, you either got it or you don't, and that's really pretty much anywhere you go. My thing is, us as black people, we in a position where a lot of us worshiping and I, we, we, we focused on the wrong shit. A lot of us focused on the wrong shit, to be brutally honest. A lot of us out here doing our thing and still beating ourselves up that we didn't hit the real true intentional goal. We only... We only good because we chose to hit this goal first. Like, you know what I'm saying? On some petty shit. But to the nigga that ain't in the position, see you busting them type of moves like, damn, man, that nigga getting it in. It's either you're going to be envious or it's going to motivate you. Nine times out of ten, because of the majority of us not being in position or looking forward to a retirement plan and a 401k plan and whatever... Just get it how you live. This I'ma get him before you before the next nigga get him. Cause that nigga got it. He having it. Crabs in the barrel. Uh, what else? Crabs in the barrel. Niggas niggas love hating on each other. We love talking talking about how we finna fuck each other, bitch. Excuse my friend. That's how we say. That's how we talk. Tell a nigga you fucked his bitch is like damn near a death wish. Damn near want to get shot. That's something Biggie, I mean, that's something Tupac shitted on Biggie with when he dissed him, you know? That's a big no-no. But that ain't even the point that I'm trying to illustrate. It's like we in this position where we either hating on each other or throwing each other under the bus. Not, it ain't even, it's that plus the media, our society, and the motherfuckers that actually run the corporation. It's those people that dictate how everything is passed in Congress, how everything is Approved under the table. We get distracted while they pass the law to further cripple this type of shit. That drive me that 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 drive me crazy, most definitely. I'm just zoning like I know for a fact that with what what's going on today versus what's about to unfold. It's about to get crazy. It's a lot of people that want to ignore it. I get it. Walk past it like it's nothing. Do you 
You can ignore it. You don't got to believe in nothing. I ain't trying to convict nobody. I'm definitely going to cut, but I'm definitely not trying to be something that I'm not. I like to... I like to chop it up and should get to the bottom of things. We had a choice back when our ancestors was alive. It was either Barabbas or Jesus that they let go. Our ancestors chose Barabbas. Once we did that, that set everything into motion. That set everything into motion. Just think about it. We we from the tribe of Judah. House of Jacob. You know? They used to tell us that we was African. Like, not Negro. African. That wasn't true. And it's like, it's so many facts that you could just research and look up. Study, read the Bible. It's cold. It's some. It's some dope sermons online that, you know, they may not have the ten thousand seat congregation or nothing like that, but that word hit hard, like eight oh eights on the Kanye beat. All I'm saying is. We, we put ourselves in this position. God blessed our enemies. He gave them our blessings. Why do you think the fake Jews are able to masquerade as us in the world just go along with it? Like everybody just going along with the flow. For that, I want to pivot in many directions, but it's like I just want to give my best to stay on point. I know I didn't cussed a few times, and once again, my bad to those that you know they don't like to hear sailors talk. You know, I ain't never sailed the seven seas, but you ugly. It just blew my mind that. Even like going to school, I used to always wonder who I was. Like, I always asked myself that question. When I was a little boy, I used to think that we was all asleep in heaven, like laying down, like in the earth, like. When we woke, we up living life. You know, I was a kid back then, so you going to school and got us to your mama and your daddy and all that shit. And then when we go to sleep, we wake up to heaven. And we can barely remember it because I guess the type of spiritual knowledge and understanding that we was receiving while we go, we wake up to heaven. It was too deep to comprehend, like, from an earthly mindset, like, this the type of knowledge and understanding that 
you know what I'm saying, the same way you can, people really don't understand the power and foresight of, the, of God, our creator. It's like, it's that type of, it's that type of knowledge. So whenever I woke up, it was, it was either I had a cracking dream about something or I couldn't remember it. I remember one time I had one of those type of dreams where I was woke, but I was still sleeping my dream, but I was woke in my dream. Like, we was in the, we was in my, 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 um, old foster backyard on him. And it was like a big ass war going on, like a a, a, a medieval war. Plenty of motherfuckers was fighting, and I was sitting on a big ass white horse. The horse was draped up, like I remember it by detail. The horse was crispy as fuck, and I had on the full armor. I had on the full suit of armor, and I just remember waking up in the dream like, oh shit. No, I looked up like I was I was looking up like I was looking at myself like wake up and out of nowhere I woke up I was like what the fuck what was that I had to be like seven or eight like I was young when I had that dream <laughs> That was the only time I ever had one of those type of dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you cognitive and aware that you sleep, and this is this is a dream. Like, that's kind of rare. And for me to have done that at such an early age, like, that's what I guess made me have a motherfucking vivid imagination. I knew I did, because every day... Like, I used to have to go to an LD class when I was in the third grade, because I didn't really know how to read like that. Like, in the midst of going through foster care and moms being on crack and, you know, that old story. Like, I didn't really have time to learn how to read. Like, I was just strong as a shorty. But when they put me in those type of classes, that's when I started picking up everything. And my teacher used to make us come in and do a morning journal log about a random topic that they got picked out. Like, you got to pick for, like, 30 different ones. Like, for each day of that month. Yeah, like, for, like, each day of that month, it was a different journal topic. And you could pick any one that you wanted, but cross it out so you can go to the next one. I used to go ham. I used to go ham in my my little journals. I'd give it to Miss Winston. She'll read it. I'll be looking at her face like, I know she's finna look at me crazy. I'll be waiting for it. And she'll show no. <laughs> she'll show no look at me like, dude, you crazy. Boy, get up. I'm gonna just, okay, I get whatever. And she couldn't really, I know what she wanted to say. She couldn't say it. I'm, I'm going to just guesstimate that. She basically was looking at it like, you are extremely gifted. I don't know why you you be acting like, because I was I used to clown hard. I was a, I always aspired to be the class clown when I was a shorty. Like, I wanted to make people laugh and all type of shit. Like, the teacher wasn't talking about shit. 
If they was, I would have been listening. But at the same time, it's like I've learned many. I've learned much. I've accomplished many and much. My education from growing up from a shorty into a young man don't compare to what I've learned in the last few years of even wanting to understand it like genuinely. And because of that, it's so much knowledge that's that I'm hearing and catching and meditating and marinating on and just things that I used to do or used to find appealing is like kind of trash to me compared to what I'm ultimately striving for through the word of God just walking in faith with the armor of God and, and ready to bust any demon whoever in their head any any races any any opposition that, that hate a person that wants to be a genuine impact to the world Does my voice annoy you? Why do you listen to me if it does? Yo, fuck all that sensory shit, man. Dog. Because now I'm mad. I'm mad. It's not just playing. Out of respect, all I can say is... Do you. You must. Because... I like hearing the truth and, and spreading it and sharing it. Figuring out a way to increase myself so that I'm able to give and spread and pass gems along the way. Most people don't don't get that though. talk about this Mueller report. Like I said from the jump, yo, I watched the Mueller report. I mean, uh, yeah, the little testimonial shit. Uh, yeah, bro, yeah. Nah, bro. That wasn't the one, Tito. Nah, B. Robert Mueller, look. He look like somebody old as granddaddy. That in, he just needs to go on here, retire because if it ain't the media, it's the president. If it ain't the president, it's the media. They geek this shit up so bad. Like, they had a whole hearing over the Mueller report. And it was only over specifically the the redacted version. Not the unredacted, but the redacted version. Nothing else, nothing more. That made me think right there. Like, so he basically can only speak in context to the redacted version. He couldn't say nothing. 
like the majority of what he was talking about was I can't answer that. Uh, in the interest of woo woo, I can't answer that. Like, man, bro. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's two white politicians or FBI um, senior citizen and the politicians that let this charade go on long enough. Like, this is how you know it's in God's hands. I would. I didn't know what to expect when this when this trial first happened. I thought Mueller was finna go in on some fuck Trump shit, but it was more like he was basically coming in that energy where he was sticking to the facts and just trying to be as concrete and actual factual as possible. And yeah, to me that was kind of weird. Nation is talking about impeachment, yet Trump got a whole base, and, ha- and his base is uh, what the media is saying is half of America. So half of America still racist is what the media is portraying. Do you think that they sprinkling in the recipes to start a race war, like shit like that? To create division between you and the person that don't look like you. you just you want to start killing people that's the opposite of you because your president said that it's cool or you get deep. Just getting your feet wet though. Like I ain't I ain't no nut, you know. I'm just making friendly observations at these weird anomalies in the presidency of Donald J. Trump. Us as black people, we know that this man racist. We been knew he was a racist before I was born. I was born into this nigga being a racist. It's just when I came of age, he happened to be at Home Alone. Lost to New York. Right before Kevin ordered the pizza. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Though it was one of those moments, like I really never fuck with Trump like that, but I knew that he was one of them type of white men that like money, like how he rich. That's how he made himself look. That was the brand that he created, along with him creating that brand. It's like he a man. He gonna do what men do and live his life and stay and, 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 and express himself and speak how he feel and all of that shit. And most of the time, the bullshit he talking about ain't about nothing. But now he's your president. And the Mueller, when they was talking to Mueller, they was talking about Trump may face charges if you know what I'm saying if he don't win the presidency. I guess in 2020 or whatever, like basically. Bro, if you lose this shit, we charge you with uh, obstructed justice. That's what they said. But the way Mueller was presenting himself, and I understand that he was sitting on stand, he was standing trial for like six hours and all that shit, sitting down and just had to ask, answer plenty random ass questions. They just firing him at him and all of that. But that's what you signed up for, pimp. Two years 
two years and it came down and it boiled down to a trial that lasted six hours. The first question, Jerry Nadler or whatever, whatever his name is, he asked the specific questions like, yo, you said that Trump saying that there was no collusion and that you couldn't charge him and woo-woo. And you said that in the report, you clearly stated that you couldn't, you couldn't contempt him. You couldn't find, um, charge him with um, contempt to obstruct justice because he's a sitting president. And that the, um, you, didn't, you couldn't come to a conclusion. Is that correct? And Mueller said it loud and clear, like, yes, that's exactly what I said, sir, sir. Like real shit. And then, okay, well, shit, we might as well just go ahead and end this life. Like, just pretty much the president, that's all the president been saying was no collusion, no obstruction. And it's like, no, there was. I just can't charge you, bro. Like, it's illegal for me to charge a sitting president. Like, if I can't do that, it ain't gonna stand, it ain't gonna hold. So because he couldn't charge him, Trump used that as clickbait to basically have his way. His his, his fans ate it up, his base ate it up. And then he pointed the gun at the squad. (laughs) The squad, that's what they call them, them four ladies of color. Three of them from America, one from Somalia. Her story's pretty unique. You know, she was a refugee, overcame the odds, went to a good school, got her education. Um, and now she's in Congress and she's handling her business. The president don't like her. He don't like Ocasio. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. He don't like her. He don't like to leave. And he don't like the other one either. He don't fuck with none of them. Y'all heard what y'all president said. He told them to go back where they came from and go fix that shit, pretty much. And the way the media, especially Fox News, oh my God. Shout out to Tucker Carlson, man. Eat a dick, bro. That ass, my G. You just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they pay people to paint a, a, a negative picture of anybody of color. Us as black people, we can't really focus on them because we too focused on each other and what each other got and she ain't trying to fuck her niggas. He trying to fuck his homie. You know what I'm saying? And ooh, and all of that shit. Like, yeah. I ain't saying everybody, but it's like, if it's the majority of us, then technically it's everybody. You know? I'm just ready for this to jump into hyper mode where my oppressors get that big ass dose of reality that's that stupid ass new york bronx new york backhand slap to the face 
a reality. Shit is out of hand. Shit is out of pocket. Let's talk about ASAP Rocky. Yeah, that guy. My guy is currently locked up in Sweden. They're not playing with him. They racist as fuck, as usual. You know, the uh, white boy, G-Eazy, the rapper G-Eazy, he, he blasted him like, man, I got caught with this and that, and I got into a fight, and y'all just made me pay a fine and gave me a slap on the wrist, and I got up out of there. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure ASAP Rocky was, you know, trying to get up out of there. We all saw the TMZ footage. I guess that was ASAP throwing that, that white boy. You can't throw a white boy around on video camera in Sweden. You just can't do that. Bruh. I'm talking about he hurled the white boy across the street. Now they got this, this black man over there. And they ain't fucking with him. No, no bail. We don't do that. You in Sweden. We don't do bail. You gotta sit down and wait till you go to trial. Here's an apple. Go sit the fuck down somewhere, little nigga. He said that they only giving him one apple a day. Like, wow. That's how they do niggas over there, huh? Remind me never to go. Dead ass. I'm not here to make jokes about this or make light of this. I ain't gonna even throw his negative comments towards people that look like him. I guess when you rich, you separated from your race. Like you've arrived and now you accept it and you can damn near be white because your money look white. No, bro, it don't work like that. Jay-Z, fo-fo-fo, story of OJ, still nigga. Still a nigga. And that's how they feel about you. That's how they look at him and that's how they treating it. This nigga been just sitting there. Man. You got the president of the United States talking about you, my guy. You got the president of the United States trying to get you up out of Sweden. A quote unquote, like, that's supposedly, that's what the president talking about. But. We'll see, I mean, hey You buggers for that shit you said, bro But, I mean, I don't wish that type of shit on nobody That shit ain't cool At all Um, we got another rapper to talk about as well Um, Lil Tay K I guess he got 99 years This nigga this nigga was out here. Whatever he was rap, everything he was rapping, that little boy was rapping about, he was doing. He was really out here peeling niggas' wigs back and going to the yell and rapping about it. Like, you tripping, bro. Who OG is your? Where your OG at, man? 
ain't no way a little nigga like that with that much influence. I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't really fuck with what he was rapping about because it was just about killing niggas and shit like that. But, you know, that's hip hop. That's the spirit that they conjure to keep us as black men, whether we young or old, killing each other, hating on each other, envying each other, looking down on each other, shitting on each other, setting each other up, lying on each other, all of the above. It's through this music. This music is powerful. Look what we able to do with this music, black people. I don't care what you from another country, wherever. I don't give a fuck. You black. Talking to all y'all. Look at the influence and the power that y'all have to not just get money, but the the different races of people out here in the world that y'all impact and inspire and influence. Like, take that shit serious. Like, why would you catch bodies and pursue a dream that motherfuckers will shit? Never mind. I just contradicted myself. You pursuing a dream that motherfuckers are killed for. <laughs> so basically, these niggas out here running ass backwards when it comes to doing what needs to be done to be successful, secure the bag, and, and, and generate generational wealth so that not just you yourself get to enjoy the benefits of having money, but you're able to either put this money in investments, create a diversified portfolio, come out on top with... Um, dividends, all of that shit. Like, that shit, that type of stuff matter, man. That's the type of stuff that I'm trying to get into. But it's like, that's tying back into what I was speaking of earlier when it come down to the black man being an important figure in the home. It's like, if that man not present to steer, I guarantee you this nigga Tay K daddy wasn't there. The little nigga named Tay K. That nigga daddy was the streets and the niggas in that motherfucker. He was watching them niggas thugging. Busting, beating up niggas, robbing niggas, selling dope, coming up, shining, killing niggas, doing whatever the fuck it take. And he soaked up all of that shit. And that nigga took over the trap, took took over social media. And now this nigga in prison, never coming back home. Such an innocent, I mean, such a terrible, shiesty ass, fucked up ass way to go out. But... That's why I, whenever I speak, I'm just speaking from the heart. I don't mean to offend or disrespect nobody or anything like that. Like ultimately, I'm at a, I'm at a, 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 a standstill when it comes down to just opening up on this level where we able to just chop it up solid and. I ain't trying to convince you that the sky is yellow and it's really blue. It just, it's always nice to get that that genuine real from an unlikely source. Because they sleeping on me for sure. I know that. I, I, I've been through that. But it's all good because I was never trying to get the wrong type of attention or I'm seeking the fame and all of that like I'm genuinely out here inspiring trapping hustling motivating whatever it takes to not just get to the next level but that genuine 
through God understanding like you can't buy it you can't you can't buy it it's that lit I'll be amazed sometimes like wow <laughs> this is this that well okay it feel good Sometimes I'll be feeling like God ain't, I don't hear God, or I don't think God heard me. They used to teach us who was going to uh, summer camp, Salvation Army summer camp. They had a little chapel on top of the little summer camp. They used to tell us that God always answered prayers. He always either says yes, no, or wait. I tied that and applied that into my life to a point where I believe it. It's easy to lose sight, especially if you're going through some shit and, you know, you just focused on having your way. Sometimes things don't work out like that, but God going, as long as you line up with the word, he going to give it to you. Make sure you're safe. Make sure you're safe in the sense of your mindset being clear so you're always making the right decisions and using your sound judgment and not ending up in a fuck situation with fuck niggas. Those are just facts. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this is the sour power our buddy I am King Nash fuck it I'm just here that day man I appreciate y'all for tuning in and shit you know I just wanted to chop it up and talk a little bit you know drop another one for him and keep it pushing man I'm most likely do another podcast tomorrow night and where we gonna go might be an hour might be two hours just depend on how the wave go I'm gonna try to get a couple niggas on deck to do it though cause it's always cracking when I got more people with me I just been this motherfucker looking at my posters and talking just going Until then, next time, the Player Shine Radio. I came there, gonna definitely get a lit and show y'all what the business is, man. I'll holler at you, buddy.